0: music hello everyone and welcome to the talk music podcast where we chat everything and anything to do with the world of music and occasionally focus on topics a little bit unrelated my name is scott kewey i'm nora germain i'm a drummer turned comedy singer songwriter what are you i'm a jazz violinist fair enough and apparently now we are both podcasters and you're going to hear us chat to many different people but more often than not it will be fellow musicians having conversations about their careers and lives within, arguably, the greatest art form in the world and you get this for free each and every week on scottkibbe.com on Stitcher Radio on iTunes and on Audio Boom and SoundCloud and everywhere you get them podcasts. So please rate, review, subscribe, share, tell a friend, walk up to some random person in the street, headbutt them, kick them when they're down and say, it's check out Scott's podcast. <laughs> but for now, enjoy the show. Guest this week on the podcast. John Fratelli from the Fratellis. Nora, dun, you... dun, what was that? What did you just that's do? That's the sound from something good is coming up. Dun, 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 oh, sorry, we'll do it again. Are you ready? But we'll keep rolling. John Fratelli for the Fratellis. Dun,
1: dun, dun, dun.
0: Smooth, Nora. Are you excited the fact that we've got John Fratelli coming up on the podcast? How cool is that? Yeah, wait, wait, wait. I've got something. Hold on, ready? Okay.
1: Here
0: we go. Yeah. Excellent. That's one way to make all of Fratelli's fans tune out have the songs getting played on violin. Anyway, Nora, how the hell are you? I'm good. You know me. I mean, I'm great. You're not going to ask me how I am? How are you, Scott? You know me, Nora. Can't complain, never do it. Now, thanks to everybody who tuned in last week to the episode that included Ray Luzia from Corn, the awesome drummer. Now, within that podcast last week, we were, going about, uh, we were talking about chat-up lines or pick-up lines, as they call them in the States, okay? Now, Nora was defining what she would determine as a good chat-up line or a good pick-up line and a bad one. Now, Nora is a very, very good person to ask about this kind of thing because she does make jenna jameson look like a nun so um i think we should continue with these potential pickup lines we'll ask nora to either give us the positive or negative reaction now if it's positive and she likes the pickup line she said she i can't talk today nora what's wrong is it the drugs probably right if it's a positive pickup line nora is going to react by saying keep talking baby If it's a negative chat-up line in her eyes, she will say, Nora, what were you going to say?
1: Take a hike.
0: Right. So here we go. Excuse me. Hi. What's on the menu? Me and you? Is that it? Yeah, (laughs) because... Oh yeah, take a hike! Oh my god! You see what they've done? Me there? and you the menu. Yeah, oh, that's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. It's confusing and terrible. So let take a hike. Excuse me. Hello. I must be in a museum. Because you truly are a work of art. Oh yeah, keep talking, baby. <laughs> the amazing thing is, you never know what Nora's going to say, right? <laughs> Excuse me. Hi. My friends think you're kind of cute, but I don't. I think you're absolutely gorgeous. Keep talking, baby. Excuse me. Yes. Let's let's commit the perfect crime. I'll steal your heart and you steal mine. Um, take a hike. (laughs) Excuse me Yes If if kisses were snowflakes I'd send you a blizzard Um. Oh god I mean I guess take a hike But thanks for making me laugh Excuse me Hello I wish I would Oh fuck I've messed it up Let's start that one again Excuse me Hello. I wish I was cross-eyed, so I could see you twice.
1: (laughs) Take a hike.
0: Excuse me. Hello. I don't know if you're beautiful. I haven't gotten past your eyes yet. Mm, Keep talking, baby. Okay, we are going to continue this escapade but for now mr john fratelli is on the other line and remember eyes wide tongues tied is a new album from the fratellis check out all the tour dates at www.thefratellis.com and if you're listening to this podcast the day that it goes out which of course is the 5th of november They're in Glasgow tonight, but that is sold out. But what is not sold out is Dundee, Aberdeen, Edinburgh. They're then in Liverpool, Oxford, Coventry. They are everywhere. Once again, Fratellis.com. But now, right to the interview. Okay, I am back on the Talk Music Podcast. And joining me now is John Fratelli. How are you, John?
1: I'm good, thank you. Thanks.
0: Excellent. Now, as we record this tomorrow, you're off on tour. Are you looking forward to it?
1: Um, well we sort of just we just come off um American tour, so uh it always just feels like a sort of a continuation really, you know. We just we just roll on. Um I sort of never look past the, the next show. Uh that's always the that's always my main thing, you know. Uh, if we can if each next show is 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 good enough then we're we're quite happy. Um plus we're quite lucky, you know, (laughs) we're lucky to get to do this.
0: Absolutely. I watched an interview the other day of of you, and uh, you were saying the fact that going to America, that in itself is a, is a victory, um, which is a really good way of looking at it, John.
1: I just mean in terms, like not necessarily, I think we we probably happened to be there at the time. Um, Not necessarily there, just anywhere. I I really mean just anywhere. It's, um, it's, the fact that you get to sort of hop around the world playing guitar, you know, <laughs> the 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 comedy of that isn't lost on me, you know, we're, we're incredibly f- fortunate. Um, I guess the thing with America was that it always seemed, when you were young, it always seemed uh, like Dis- Disneyland when it came to sort of music touring, you know, um, but I I, I I could never single just there out anywhere, anywhere that, you, that you're, you're lucky enough to have an audience that wants to see it, you know.
0: Now, you're also playing Russia. A whole host of dates coming up, and, and nonetheless, you're obviously doing the Glasgow show as well. Yeah. Uh, a couple yeah. with Dundee. What's it like coming back home for the, the Scottish crowds? How how do the Scottish crowds differ from everywhere else?
1: I, they're different, but but you, you really find... Almost everywhere you go is different to the last place, you know, even, you know, for instance, you go on tour in Europe and you're in a different country each day and there's a really noticeable difference and it's just a cultural thing. So it stands to reason that you come back home and culturally it's just different to to, to just about everywhere else you play. you get to sleep in your own bed that's always nice you know um after the show and um but I've gotten to the point now where we we get so many great reactions in so many different places that I just cannot bring myself to single any anywhere out in particular you know that to me they're all exactly the same in that you know, that we're still in that place where we can get to go and play to them. Um, but having said that, we're we're certainly we raise the volume culturally, <laughs> if you want to, If you want to put it that way, you know, we're we're uh, we're not shy. You know, the
0: new album, Eyes Wide, Tongue Tied. Am I right in saying that you guys recorded that in Los Angeles?
1: We did um, about a year ago, yeah. Well, you know, if somebody offers you LA in October or Scotland in October, it, it's easy, right? <laughs> you know which one you'd go for.
0: It's a no-brainer. So, um, you, know, you recorded that. What's the reaction been like since that album's been released in August?
1: My only, the only way I would know any reactions is from, from playing live. You know, like, um, I'm just... Uh, it's the only place I would find these things out. Um, so live, about half of it works live, and that's a, that's not a bad ratio, you know. So we we do the ones that work, and you can you get an instant reaction, you know. You get a you can tell quite quickly what works and what doesn't. Um, so on that list. And in, in these last few weeks, we've we've we got an idea of of the ones off the record that people were most keen on, you know. And we just kept playing them. And um, it I thought it was a a positive reaction. I'm always surprised there's certain songs, the um, you know, even if the record's just been released, the certain songs that people will show up and they'll really know the words to, you know. Um, um that's that's from the very beginning. I remember the first time that ever happened And it would have just been in a bar in Glasgow You know, it was the first time I'd ever been in anything Where people were showing up and knowing the words And I've got to tell you, like Ten years later It's just as exciting when that happens Mm -hmm. Um, When people show up And they know words to a song that's just come out I get the same level of excitement for that 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 we did even at the beginning, you know
0: That's amazing Can you remember which bar that was, out of interest? (laughs)
1: I don't, and the thing is, we actually just, we didn't play that many gigs when we first started, you know, we, we I don't know if we knew where to even look for them, you know. Um, I just know there was a certain night, and we hadn't released anything, and we hadn't, it was just at the time when people were really starting to use, to go online to find stuff, you know, and um and, and it, was, it was a complete surprise because I had no idea why how people would have known the, these things. But you give a CD to one person and then, you know, before you know it, God knows how many people um, can hear it, you know. Um, but where specifically, I, I don't know. But I, I, I sort of go on the reaction, and my, my reaction now is completely the same to it was then.
0: Great, now tell us about the, the, the songwriting process uh, the group Are you coming in with the songs complete? Are you guys writing together? How does it all come about?
1: I mean I came in with them almost completely complete you know um, that's the way we've always worked it's, it's it's the way I'm personally most comfortable with Um, it, it, I'm sure it would be i'm sure that it would be sometimes nicer to be a bit more spontaneous with it but the spontaneity for me comes from writing something quickly and then as soon as i've written it that's not enough like i want to demo it really quickly i want to hear what it's going to be like with a band on it and i've always been the same way uh so i can't wait i just can't wait to to bring it into a studio and for us to play it i want to hear it i want to hear it instantly and uh as time's gone on, my the tools that I use to do that have gotten slightly more sophisticated than they were in the beginning. Um but I'm a great finger drummer. Like I've always been a good finger drummer <laughs> and I've got it down to a fine art. Um so that's kind of how we work and then but inevitably as soon as other people are playing on it, you know the, the, inevitably they'll bring something to it that wasn't there originally you know just just by their own style and that's that's kind of how it's always worked.
0: Now going back to touring you guys supported the police on the reunion tour uh, can you take us back to that time what was that experience like?
1: Um, Well it came on the back of a year's worth of just craziness you know it came on the back of sort of things exploding for us and and so I really just remember being tired. <laughs> that whole that whole period just was a it just flew by in a sort of in a bit of a haze, really. Um, I, I, we because of that, I, I probably probably could have enjoyed it a bit more, but I, it was all just a bit surreal, you know. Mm-hmm. The, you were just all of a sudden going from from you know, kicking about Glasgow and having lots of free time and, you know, having fun with your band, but there's no real pressure involved in that, you know, Um, to all of a sudden doing 200 gigs a year, you know, uh, and and a lot of travel. And some people just take to that easy and then other people like me sort of uh, probably just sort of aren't built for it in some ways. And So we should have enjoyed it a bit more. Uh, I just remember those particular gigs as being surreal like we'd never played in a stadium before, obviously, you know. Um, and now here you are in Giant Stadium, and uh, it was kind of underwhelming in some ways, you know. Even back then, I'd much rather play to a crowd who, who, who are there to see you, you know. Um I, I, I'm, not, I'm sure there's other people who don't mind, but even even then it was it was a bit surreal. But they were nice to us, you know. Um, the police themselves couldn't have been couldn't
0: have been nicer, and but it was all quite surreal. So you mentioned it comes off a year of craziness. You're you're tired on the road with a band. Um, so at what point did you think was, was there any point you, you you feel that in some ways this isn't for you? Because I know there was a kind of hiatus. Maybe shortly after that, was there a certain point in time where you thought I need a break from this?
1: Uh, yeah, well, pretty much constantly, you know. Right. But that's. That's all nonsense, you know. That's just that's just mental nonsense. Um, but uh, yeah, some like I said, there's certain people who would just sail through that, you know, and then other people who just for for whatever reason just sort of maybe physically aren't, aren't built for it. Um, the funny thing is, though, we're far better at it now than we were then, you know, collectively. We've you kind of learn some lessons about how to tour and how not to, you know. Um, some people can, can burn the candle at both ends and they can do it year in, year out constantly and it's fine. And other people can't, you know, and uh, until they learn that lesson, it, it's a, it can be a slog. And now, it's actually quite easy, you know, it's, it's, it's gotten far easier over time.
0: Right, so based on that, a young band is just about to do a tour for the very first time. They come to you and they say, "John, give us the dos and the don'ts. Give us some advice." What would be the what would be the advice that you would give them?
1: I'd send them to somebody else. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't ask me. I mean, I, I, I am um, like I said, because the four out of five of them will be will, will be will sail through it and and take everything that it can throw at them. Uh, but, you know, like uh, you, you you need you need to learn those lessons for yourself, mm-hmm. or else you'd, n- you'd never believe someday if they told you. You know, um, mm-hmm. it it it's just it's just a particular lifestyle that that has to be practiced. I, I think going into a con- sort of especially constantly, mm-hmm. it's a it's a particular lifestyle. It's it's different. I, I don't know how I could compare it to very much. of to, to much else really, you know, it's to, to, you know, for instance, we just did three or four weeks there, you know, with 10 guys all living together on a bus, it's it's, it's not what most people do with their lives, <laughs> you know, it's a sort of odd existence, 10 guys, one bus and one toilet, you know, it, it's, it takes a certain, a bit of learning how to do it well, you know, and how to do it without, how to do it and just find your own space and how to do it and not get in each other's way and to just take some time, I think.
0: Remember Manny, Manny from the Stone Roses said instead of getting a proper job, he decided to join the circus, like that was his, <laughs> that was his way of putting it. It's,
1: I, I can, I get that, yeah, it's certainly the furthest you can get from a proper job, like it's a comedy job.
0: Talking, talking of that, um, I'm anxious to hear. Do you have any Spinal Tap esque stories uh, from the the band over the years? Is there anything that springs to mind? Any, any comedy stories from the road?
1: Um, not really. I mean, I did, I did get cities mixed up once, one night on stage. You know, <laughs> uh, you know, thank you, San Francisco, but it was Auckland. <laughs> uh and they're quite they're quite close to each other and not fond of each other at the same time so that didn't go down well um, <laughs> it's because we'd come over the golden gate bridge so i got confused um but that's about it nothing
0: so um, I'm, a, no... I'm, a, I'm assuming you immediately knew by their reaction or did somebody shout the side of the stage what was it yeah the... they booed right they or...
1: booed. <laughs> um so that 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 tells you Quite quickly, you've gotten it wrong. Um, <laughs> but we, no, not really. You know, we. It, if if people sort of had, if there was a, if there was a video camera on the wall of our bus or in the dressing room after shows, people would be just disgusted at the lack of activity. You know, um, there's not a whole lot going on there.
0: <laughs> it, wouldn't, it wouldn't make for the best documentary in the world.
1: It really wouldn't. It would. Uh, He'd just be disgusted that we weren't making more use of, of the the, the life, you know. Right.
0: You're a Celtic man,
1: right? I am sort of by historically, but you know what? I've I've completely, I feel completely out of the loop now. Uh, with what's with what's going on, I, I I don't know how that happened. It just seemed to happen naturally, just with football in general, actually. Um, but historically, yeah, yeah. Definitely from my background I was a Celtic supporter.
0: So you obviously you've been really, really busy. Um you don't get much of a chance to go to the games or anything, or did you do that back in the day?
1: <laughs> I did a little bit when my son was younger. I would take him. Um but no, it, it, I would never have thought I could I could get to the point where where I was so so disconnected from it. Um mm-hmm. but it's just happened naturally, you know. Maybe it just comes from the travel and things change, you
0: know. So uh, Chelsea Dagger obviously gets played at, 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 at Celtic Park and across the world, really, in different sporting events. Did you ever see that happening when you wrote that song? Did you envision that taking place in years to come?
1: No, no of course not. Like that, yeah. I, I, it's a mystery to me to this day. Um, but there's just no getting away from the fact that it. It puts us in a place where we can, we can reach people that we wouldn't have before. You know, um, <clears throat> it's really straightforward. We, I mean, we found ourselves on like Good Morning Chicago recently. You know, um, simply because their hockey team uses that song. That wouldn't have happened otherwise. There would have been no link otherwise. Just that, you know. Uh, but it's a complete mystery to me.
0: Out of everything that the band's done, is there anything that you are... Uh, well, what are you the most proud of that the band has achieved so far? Is there anything that springs to mind?
1: I always say we haven't done it yet, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, if we've done it, we've no reason to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, but but just just being able to do it, it's not, that, it's, it's not that exciting sounding, but I know plenty of people that would... Give the right arm to do what we do, you know, Um, and they're just as talented as us, or or way more so. Um, It's the doing of it. That's that's it for me. That's the that's the whole thing. Um, I'm not. I really don't. I'm not the guy who who sits back and listens and goes, "Wow, look how good we are." You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really interest me. It's the wow. Can we keep doing it? Can we? What do we do next? You know, when do we make another record? um and and you know and it's the keeping it it's the keeping it going and it's the it's the continuing to go out and get a reaction that that's that's what the whole thing is for me
0: Lastly, Dylan tracks give me some of your
1: favorites <laughs> that's a man it's an impossible question to answer right um I just go through phases with so much of it, but my, my favorite entire phase of his career is, is from 97 onwards, mm-hmm. everything, all that. it's the most fascinating time of his career to me. Um, I, I loved uh, Tempest, which was the last record apart from the, the Frank Sinatra record. Um, anything on Tempest, anything on t- Time At the Mind, anything on Modern Times. Um, I mean that's just my favourite period I, I, I listen to that more than I listen to the early stuff actually
0: Have you ever had a chance to meet him?
1: Not meet but I've been to so many of the shows I've done Um, there's, there's people who follow him around the world I've never gone to those lengths but I've done 9 or 10 gigs and over a, over a decent length of time I haven't seen him in the last few years because he's always been when I mean, he's in the UK at the moment when we're just about to go to Europe so I haven't seen him in the last few years but um that was my kind of first love, really. Yeah, that's That was what did it for me, and I've never grown out of it. And I don't, I, I get the feeling that'll never happen.
0: Good stuff. Well, listen, it's a, it's a very good uh, port of call to go back to for a songwriter. John, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. Um, best of luck with the tour and the record never that goes along with it.
1: I appreciate it, thank you, man. Right, cheers, John, take okay. care. see you, bye-bye. See you.
0: Okay, I am back on the Talk Music Podcast, and I'm back with my good friend, Nora, Lucy, Deborah, David, John, Daniel, Francesca, Germain. How are you, Nora? I'm great. How are you? Nora, I was going to say, do you know what you should do? What? You should write a book, right? because you get so much information up in that head of yours. You've got so much knowledge, skills, wisdom, and general advice to pass on to others. Is this something that you've ever thought about, Nora? I'm sorry to say, Scott, I've got a 60,000 word book on the way out to being released right now. No, that, Nora, you know that I know that, but that was your platform. That was your your reaction to that was supposed to be something along the lines of, well, it's funny you should say that, Scott. I have written a book and I was gonna get all excited as if I didn't know. Right? We'll start again. Nora. Yeah. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Because you've got so much wisdom in that head of yours. You've got so much knowledge and skills. Has that ever occurred to you, that thought? It's very that you should ask because I actually have written a book no way yes very recently and at this point you advertise when it's you're supposed to be the promotional king queen the 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 dawn no I can't promote it when I don't know when it's coming out and I don't have a title for it yet and plus the main thing is my album oh for god's sake I'll right, we're going to roll reverse. I'll show you how it's done. You act as if. You do it. You act as if you're me and you say, Excuse me, Noro, have you ever thought about writing a book? And I'll show you how it's done, right? Take notes, right? Go for it. Uh, excuse me, if you're, if I'm here with my book. Well, it's funny you should say that. I actually have written a book and it's going to be coming out soon. Keep checking out norasermaine.com. Not only is it autobiographical, but gives a lot of good advice for young up-and-coming musicians. And I also outline all my experiences within music as well. And i outline as well as the path that I am on, the path of righteousness. So keep checking out norasermaine.com for details. And within that book, i also talk about my new album that's coming out very soon. That'll be out before the book, norasermaine.com. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the lot. Nora, are you still there? Yeah. Right. Listen up. Are you ready for this? We're going to continue with our pickup lines. Right? Okay. Nora, can you you get to a, a point where I can actually see you? Ladies and gentlemen, I know you're just listening, but we're on Skype and Nora's disappeared from the camera. Get back on track, Nora.
1: I'm trying.
0: Excuse me. Hi. You don't need keys to drive me crazy. Uh, no, take a hike. Excuse me. Hello? People call me Scott, but you can call me tonight.
1: Take a hike.
0: Excuse me. Hello? Hello? I need a dollar, but I only have 90 cents. Do you want to be my dime? Fuck no. I don't want to be your stupid dime. Take a freaking hike. Excuse me. Yes. Your eyes are blue like the ocean. And baby, I'm lost at sea. That's great. My eyes are brown. Take a hike. Excuse me. <laughs> yes. Yes. Are you a Snickers bar? Could you satisfy me? (laughs) Um, take a hike. Excuse me. Yeah? Is your dad a terrorist? Because you're the bomb. Um, politically incorrect. Take a hike. Excuse me. Yeah? You're like a dictionary. Because you add meaning to my life. Uh, no. Take a hike. These are all dumb. Excuse me. Hi. Baby, you are so fine. I put you on a plate and... Um, that's dreadful. I'm not going to read out the rest of that. That doesn't even justify me reading it. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah? You remind me of a magnet. Because you yeah. sure are attracting me over here. Um, Keep talking, baby. It's amazing to me the ones that you outline as being dreadful and the ones that would want you you would be interested in.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. In fact, let me ask you a question. Let me sidetrack. What chat up lines, what pick up lines have you heard in reality that have caught your attention? Um
1: I don't know, let me think. Um
0: <clears throat> Um I don't know, they never really are that poetic. Sometimes I guess they are. I have to really think about it. Um, not it's just usually stuff like Maru in 30 minutes. Yeah, that kind of thing. Usually works? Depends. No, who am I kidding? Of course it always works. Apar- uh, excuse me? Yes. <laughs> Apart from being sexy, what do you do for a living? Oh, I like that one. Keep talking, baby. Right. You're in a bar. Yeah. You see a guy. Mm-hmm. You go over and you talk to him. What's your opening line? Excuse me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um What is did- it? I would probably ask if he came. No, do it as if it's real. Do it as if it's real. Go for it. As if it's real. Go for it. Okay. Excuse me. What? Did you come here alone? No, I'm with a group of friends. Do you want to buy me a drink? No. Okay, well, then I'm going to ask your friends because you're an asshole. (laughs) That's so aggressive. Last one. (laughs) Excuse me. You should be someone's wife. Um, Keep talking. (laughs) That was the worst one out of a lot of them. That's dreadful. It is, but I think it's funny. Excuse me. Yeah? Come live in my heart and pay no rent. No. Take a hike. Excuse me. Yes? You're hotter than Papa Bear's porridge. You better fucking believe it. Oh, these are absolutely awful. I'm reading from www.pickuplinesgalore.com forward slash cheesy. That is a genuine link. I'm not even kidding. Last one. (coughs) Excuse me. Yeah. Is your body from McDonald's? Because I'm loving it. (laughs) Oh, take a hike. Jesus. Come on. Excuse me. Yeah? You're so hot I could bake cookies on you. Oh, I like that. That is Keep awful. Eating. I like cookies. <laughs> right, well, what have we learned today, ladies and gentlemen? We've learned that what's going to impress Nora. So walk up to her and offer to buy her a cookie or something like that. Or whatever it may be. Nora, anything else to say on the podcast this week? I love you, all. You need to sound a little bit more sincere. You sound as if you can't be bothered. Say something to the listeners that's really going to ring true. We've built up a connection with everybody over the years. Well, over the last few months. And we've answered their emails. We've answered... No, it has been years. It has been years. Has it? Oh, yeah. Right. So what would you say to the listeners? If you got one thing to say, what would it be? Don't be afraid to be yourself. You can do anything that you want to do. If you have a friend nearby, give that person a hug and you will have a nice, very long life. What the hell was that? I don't know. I just made it up. Thanks very much to John Fratelli. Thanks very much to Nora Germain. Thanks to everybody that emailed in uh, stuff. Keep it an email and keep the emails coming. music at gmail.com, scottkowby.com, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes, Audio Boom, anywhere you get them podcasts. Keep checking it out and we will see you guys next week.
1: Bye!